0: Genesis Avalon Patriot, Episode 6, The Spirit of Diplomacy.
1: Save Jack on the battlefield against Morgan. You were there, and no one believed
2: me, but you were there. Pretty impressive thing you're claiming. You're well, just an old fisherman by the sea. But
1: I'm right, aren't I? I could smell seawater that day, as if you'd just come up from the waves. Which one of them
2: are you? For real? Every Avalon. Whether she has the full measure of her powers, or is still learning as a patron, Alicia. Maybe I'm yours.
1: Now you tell me you're my patron?
2: I'm your patron. You think I just give that away to any bonnie lass? If it was so simple, I would have given it to that bro Exodus, Sam shouted my name enough times I couldn't keep bloody ignoring him
1: oh my wait are you
2: I am running and Maclaire, child and I am the Lord of the seas master of storms and he who sweeps the waves I am Lord of the Isle of Apples and son of the very ocean itself it was I who raised Lewis the long hand
1: Okay, well you don't need to be so dramatic. I believe you.
2: Are all gods this temperamental? Are you not afraid of me, child? I could have swept you out to drown without breaking a sweat.
1: Afraid of you? Why would I be afraid of you? Until today, I thought I made you up. Just to explain how I saved Jack's life six years ago. I didn't know you were real. I sure didn't know you were the god Manonin. Also, about 20 minutes ago, I put a whole crowd of angry rioters to sleep by accident. And then I yeeted myself to a beach somewhere in... Bristol. Bristol. Are you serious? Uh, So no, I am not exactly afraid of you. Impressed and confused? Yes. But not afraid of you. I'm still somewhere in disbelief, actually.
2: Uh, mortals!
1: Oh, no, 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 no. You don't get to mortals me. We fought Morgan Le Fay six years ago. And after that fight, when Jaina and Sam told the Tuatha de Danann that they couldn't just flood the world and kill everyone, they abandoned them. And now, you... The first god that i have ever seen is standing in front of me telling me about how cool he is do you really not see how weird that is
2: that's precisely why i came to you and not them genesis and exodus avalon made the right decision to tell my brethren where to stick it made them quite unpopular and while i appreciate that sort of candor normally they have their own battle to fight. I haven't taken a disciple in centuries. But you... You are not like them. They were forged in fire. You have been forged like a rock against the sea. Battered. Changes slowly over time. I think you're just what this world needs. That sounds
1: very nice. It does. But it doesn't sound like me. I'm never gonna be Genesis Avalon like Jaina was. If Tim's plan works, if he is able to make global peace a reality, then there's no need for people like Jaina and Sam. Which means I won't ever fight like them.
2: Plus, what is Genesis Avalon? What does she stand for? What is her title? She's the last priestess of the gods. Aye. Priestess. Not soldier. Not hero. There will come a time when the war drums sound. But then there will come a time when they fade. The question is, what will the world need when that is over? Will they need Jaina's fire, or will they need your steadfast anchor? I... I
1: never thought about it like that.
2: And that is why I came out of the mist, child. You are something else. Something I find very intriguing.
3: Ah, oh, shit.
1: I made mean, crap. Oh, dang it. That must be Olivia. No, a wolf's gonna kill me. I just need one second to talk to it, and he's gone. Olivia, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to just disappear. It, I kind of didn't do it on purpose. Pop, oh, where
4: the hell have you been? I've been
1: trying to call you for an hour. Wait, what do you mean an hour? I just left. Yes, ma'am. I'll be back soon. Just as soon as I figure out how to yeet myself home again.
5: No. Roxy, come on. Hell no, in fact.
6: I think you're overreacting.
5: No, screw you both! You don't know what you're asking. You want to satisfy your curiosity about this fairy dust by asking me to reach out to the Egyptian goddess of darkness. A goddess that I have only truly connected to once on the battlefield. Every other time I was invoking her name, it was when I was reanimated and under Sekhmet's control. I did terrible things with her name.
6: Do you think for a second that Neftys would have reached out to you in the battle against Morgan if she didn't still favor you? You didn't ask for her. She just came to you and helped you fight. She doesn't hold you responsible for what Sekmed will make you do... What Sekmed made you do.
5: I do! I'm responsible! Under all that dark magic, all that anger and hurt was real. It was me. Now I've, I've come to grips with it, but... That doesn't mean I want to tempt fate by asking anything of the Egyptian gods.
6: You will always be connected with them, Roxanne. When you'll be Tristan, when you were Tristan, you go to Egypt for asylum
3: and sanctuary. Merlin's right. We know the story of Tristan and Isolde. You gave allegiance to the Egyptians in that previous life. For all we know, Rox, this is fate. You are always going to straddle the line between
5: two pantheons. Shouldn't that be my choice, then?
3: You made that choice when you fought alongside Tim as Nox Avalon. You fought as a perfect unification of your role as Sir Tristan of the Round Table and as the priestess of the gods of Egypt. Roxy, think back to that battle. What did it feel like to connect to her? Did you feel scared?
5: Guilty? I felt... I felt powerful, and somehow... at home. She felt comforting, as if her hand was on my shoulder, guiding me. Roxy,
3: did you ever think maybe she's waiting for you to ask her to do that again?
6: She did? No, oh, she will? <sighs> tenses. Why will this always be so difficult?
5: Oh, okay, fine. Let Let's say I do what you're asking... I reach out to her. What do we think she's going to tell us?
6: The Fae exist in a plane between planes. Between the astral plane and the physical one. Gateways, door frames, property lines, little gaps between cupboards. Neftes is the goddess of those places. The night, magic, morning, darkness, even in emboldened- that
3: Sounds like a goddess who can tell us where the Fae might be. Or at least the Fae that dropped off this dust.
6: The Fey, the Twarthedadanon, the other world, they will all be different planes. They did come together, well, they haven't come
5: together. Not yet, sort of, if you count the chain of islands, but, but then they... So because they're all a different planes, Nephthys would know how to transverse them, and she can tell me where these Fey might be so we can find them. And
3: ask some very pointed questions about why they're getting involved in mortal affairs.
5: Can you do it? (sighs) I think so. Give me a bit of room. I haven't had to do this in a few years. Should we go outside then? I'm not gonna blow the room apart. I think. On second thought, yeah, let's go outside.
7: Ambassador Kinsey, I think there's been some sort of misunderstanding.
8: There is no misunderstanding. You simply don't like what I'm telling you. I know you care about your associate, but the U.S. government has not recognized Avalon as a valid country, and Sam Tyler committed several acts the U.S. government considers terrorism. And the United Kingdom, as well as the U.N., have formally adopted that acts of superheroism aren't considered terrorism if they do more good than harm. A treaty the U.S. did not sign. He may not be considered a criminal in the U.K., but he is in the United States. Extradition laws are... You didn't legally extradite him. You had a
7: covert ops team take him off a London street. An act which, I might say, violates
8: several laws and treaties, by the way. The United States of America has no record of ordering a covert operation on British soil. Sam Tyler wasn't arrested until he crossed the U.S. border. If you can prove that he
7: Oh, come on, that's a load of tripe and you know it.
8: If you can prove which US military unit broke rank to perform an illegal action, I'm sure my government would be swift in their retribution.
7: I've already shown you the CCTV footage of Sam's kidnapping.
8: Yes, yes, a black, unmarked van with masked men dressed all in black. Could it be more cliche? Hardly a uniform worn by any American soldier. So. <laughs>
7: Your narrative is Sam was kidnapped by random mercenaries of their own accord, not paid for by any group or government, no heavens no, and then spirited away to America on a private jet where they attempted to take him through your normal airport customs and immigration lines where you then arrested him for a murder that up until you arrested him for was not considered a murder.
8: Well, I'm glad you're finally understanding. I'm sorry that this has happened, but if the UK government had responded to our requests for extradition... They did, with a no. Which was very unfortunate. uh, Mr. Tyler had no diplomatic immunity when he murdered Miss Lewis. The United Kingdom violated several international extradition treaties when they chose to protect a murderer. Innocent until proven guilty,
7: which is another matter. There are rumors that your government has suspended rights to a fair trial for anyone accused of superheroics. Terrorism. Acts of
8: terrorism. Is your government suspending the rights of people who have not yet had a trial? If they are, that's not something I've been briefed on. I've been assigned here since the United Nations moved from New York to Geneva.
7: So they aren't even giving you a briefing on what's happening in your own country. Well, the few bits of news I've heard are of internment camps, of people being taken off the streets by black clad, unmarked vans and whisked away.
8: Okay, I think we're done here. Uh, I've entertained these insults for quite a while now, and I have other matters to attend to today. You're throwing me out? Mr. Arthur? As far as my office is concerned, you're a private citizen of the United Kingdom who happens to hold a seat in Parliament. You're not an ambassador to the UN, you're not a member of the ambassador's staff, and by my government's legal reckoning, you are not a king. If you would like to have another meeting, please speak with my chief of staff. Perhaps we can fit something in.
7: Very well. Good day, Ambassador Kinsey.
5: This should be far enough, I think. It
6: wasn't. What? Oh, nothing. Go ahead.
5: you were a little pent up? I did say I hadn't transformed in five years, right? I didn't know it was like shaking a can of coke. Oh, the police got here in about 15 minutes.
3: Oh, great. Well, Roxy, you might want to get this moving.
5: Give me a second. <sighs> Lady of the house, nefties of the bed of life. I ask for your guidance. I ask for a moment in your shadow. Give me the darkness and I shall follow you where you lead.
1: Welcome to my house, child. I greet you, my soldier, in the house of your mother, in the place where life and death meet.
5: Neftis, it's really you. You have
1: been away from me for too many years, child. I know why. I see your fear. I know that you have tried to hide from me, but you don't need to
5: fear any longer. I'm sorry. After everything I did, I I didn't know how to ask you for anything. You gave me more than I deserved on the battlefield.
1: No, I have not given you enough. Your journey does not end with the king of Avalon. You have your own path to follow. My sister will have need of you. But first, I will give you what you need in the kingdom of Avalon. Ask me what you wish. I will answer.
5: Thank you. Division is being sown among the people here. I need to understand why. I need answers.
1: There is an island in this kingdom which bears one of my many names. It is not a place for mortals, yet they travel there all the same. These fae walk among all plains, but they are coming for the land of mortals. Now, come closer. Close your eyes trust the darkness to guide you only when you have proven your faith and seen that which you are meant to only then will you truly open them i understand then you are truly my child of the night the nox
3: oh, oh.
5: are you okay Open your eyes, Rox. Look at me. No. No, I no, I can't. I, I can't open them until I find out where we're going. What? Neftes. I saw her, Natalie. She told me I can find where we have to go. It's an island that bears one of her names, but I, I can't open my eyes until we get there. I have... I have to trust the darkness. So, what? You're just gonna keep your eyes shut? I have to. You don't get it, Nat. It's not that I won't open my eyes. I I physically can't. Roxanne was hampered when we made the journey. I just haven't known how until now.
3: Damn it, Merlin. Now is not the time for this tenses living backwards crap. What are you saying?
5: Nat, I'm I'm blind.
7: Absolute infuriating fascist. Take it, things went poorly with Ambassador Kinsey. That woman has to be the most infuriating person I have dealt with possibly ever. And I've fought literal demon witches.
9: That counts. I heard the end of the meeting. She
7: pretty much kicked him out and said... Not to bother again. She kept evading every question I'd ask, giving the same propaganda response we've heard every single time.
10: Was she lying or concealing anything? Oh, she was lying.
7: I can't call someone a liar without proof to back that up. Well, you could. Most people do that. I'm King Arthur, not most people. (sighs) If that's the case, you shouldn't be able to tell exactly what she was lying about. How so?
9: Uh, Excalibur? It's the sort of truth. It sense lies and should give you clarity and insight about the people you're speaking to. What? Why are you both giving me that look? You're the ones telling me I gotta study all the magic objects like it's my job. His caliber is a magic object.
7: I do study.
10: That's brilliant, Jack. I, d- I didn't even think of that.
7: I didn't either. Hmm. I was so frustrated and angry with her... I wasn't even thinking about what Excalibur might have told me.
9: I suggest you meditate with the sword, see if it can tell you some truth.
10: Look at you, Jackie boy. earning your pay as High Priest of Avalon.
9: Oh, I'll get paid now?
7: (laughs) You two mind giving me some time alone? Take the time you need, Tim. Come on, Jack. We'll be outside if you need
10: us, Your Highness.
9: All right,
7: Sword of Truth. Let's see what you've sensed. Well, I think there's been some sort of
8: misunderstanding. There is no misunderstanding. You simply don't like what I'm telling you. He may not be considered a criminal in the UK, but he is in the United States. Sam Tyler wasn't arrested until he crossed the US border. Yes, he has a black, unmarked band with masked man dressed all in black. Could
11: it be ah. Excalibur!
7: Huh? Oh, Miss Moran. I'm sorry I didn't hear you come in.
11: It's all right. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Is that Excalibur?
7: Yes, I was just... thinking through some things.
11: Ah. I heard you had met with Ambassador Kinsey. I wish you had called for me, though. I could have been there to take notes.
7: It was very short notice. I think they were hoping we wouldn't make the appointment so they could ignore me longer.
11: Hmm. It is very difficult working with her. But I don't think using a sword on her would be helpful. Cathartic, but not helpful.
7: (laughs) I'm not going to attack anyone with a sword. I was just meditating. Excalibur can give me clarity.
11: Ooh. Must be nice.
7: It's not as great as it sounds, actually.
11: Anyway, I'm sorry to have interrupted you. I can go.
7: No, 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 no. It's fine, it's fine. Did you need something?
11: I have this list of ambassadors that might be sympathetic to your cause. I was wondering if you'd like to go over them with me. We could decide the order you might want to meet with them in.
7: Yes, that sounds like a good idea. Perhaps over coffee.
11: Or a glass of wine. You look like you could use one. And, well, I might not have a magic sword, but I've always held by the credo in vino veritas.
7: Normally I would turn that down, but right now I think maybe I could use a drink. Lead the way.
10: Oh, Your Majesty. You need something?
7: No, Gabe. It's fine. Mave and I are going to go over some agenda notes, then I think I'm going to call it an early night. You two should too. Go blow off some steam, have a night in or out, or think maybe we've been focused too much on work.
11: I'll make sure the king is taken care of. You don't need to worry about him.
9: Dude he just tell us to slack off for the night? I I think he did. So he could hang out with Maeve. When did she even get in the room? We've been standing right here the whole time. In the five seconds
10: it took for us to get
9: coffee down the hall, I suppose.
10: Weird. What's more weird is that he's being very friendly with someone we just met.
9: He's a friendly guy? Though, now that you mention it, they were standing like Right next to each other. Like in the sniff zone.
10: I'm never calling it that, but yes. And in King Arthur's last life, he didn't exactly have a great reputation
9: with women. You think he's gonna do something- Rash. Something rash.
10: Something like with King Arthur and Morgan? I think it warrants following after him discreetly. I am still the King's guard, and it's still our job to make sure he doesn't do anything
9: foolish. Right. Well, hopefully wherever they are has food, and lots of it.
1: Okay. Okay, indoor sounds are good. I'm gonna open my eyes, and this time, it's gonna have worked. I'm home. Hello, Arthur Manor. Oh, I have never been so glad to be here and not on some crusty old beach or in the middle of a bog or some filthy old
3: train
4: station. Oh, thank the gods you're back. Where the hell have you been? Oh, don't thank the gods, Olivia. It's their fault I
1: disappeared in the first place.
4: You look like you've hiked from here to the other side of the country.
1: I got summoned by a god and it teleported me away. And then, the jerk just left and didn't
4: tell me how to teleport back. Uh, God. Okay, let's back up. You were with me, and the protesters started fighting.
1: You know how everyone was fighting over whether Tim should even be here? Well, I had this thought that maybe if I got everyone to calm down, they wouldn't fight. And then we could avoid having problems with the press and... So you put
4: them to sleep.
1: I think I just made things worse. I swear I didn't mean to do it. I didn't know it would work. I sure didn't know it was going to just make them all pass out. But then there were cameras pointed at me and everyone was talking and you were yelling. I wasn't yelling. You were yelling. So I panicked. I'd never done anything that big since since the fight with Morgan. And it freaked me out so bad. I could feel my pulse racing and I couldn't hear anything except this rushing noise and everything around me started
4: narrowing into a pinpoint. You had a panic attack. Oh, pop. Using your powers correctly shouldn't cause that. Wait a minute. You mean I'm not in trouble? No, not in the least. You you did the right thing, stopping the riot. And you did it in a peaceful way. No one got hurt. You acted quickly and effectively, and frankly, it was pretty dang efficient. After all, you're here to protect the Crown of Camelot, right? You were just doing your job. Wait, but
1: I used magic out in the open on civilians. I
4: mean, it looked like I killed them. And I'm still not in trouble? It looked pretty bad at first, but if you had stuck around and been calm about it, we could have just explained to the press what had happened. You stopped the riot before anyone was hurt. The spell you used only put them to sleep so they'd calm down. You did it to protect them from themselves. That's what Tim wants us to do, remember? I know.
1: He always says we have to be open about Avalon.
4: I'm sorry I made things worse by freaking out. Alicia, it honestly was not that bad. I managed to smooth things over for the time being. It's fine. Come here. You look like you need a hug.
1: You do not mean that. Look at me. I'm covered in mud.
4: Do you honestly think a little mud bothers me? I used to be a seven foot tall wolf woman.
1: Okay, you're right. You can have a hug.
4: So we're going to work on that panicking when you use your powers thing. But right now, I'm worried about what happened to you afterward. Where did you go? And why were you gone for so long?
1: The old man summoned me to some beach in Bristol.
4: What old man?
9: Uh, Olivia? Oh, I don't mean to interrupt, but... Oh! Hey, Alicia, you're back! Wait, how'd you get here without going through the gate?
1: Hey, Edward. I can kind of teleport now. Go figure.
9: I'm just back from the airport collecting Cooper. The uh, lot of uh, protesters and counter protesters and counter counter protesters, well anyway, they're back. They've got reinforcements too.
4: How many knights are here right now?
9: Counting Cooper, five, but he really should rest. He just got off a flight from Australia.
4: Get everyone else up here now. We need to make sure this protest doesn't turn into a riot.
0: Featuring the voice talents of Chris Stather as Tim Arthur, Teresa Stacy as Olivia Arthur, Jalen Frisby as Jack Arthur, Sarah Palmero as Alicia Arthur and Nephthys, Alicia Lane Matheson as Natalie Hall, Tracy Hall as Roxanne Dawes, Chris Bays as Merlin, Max Fleischhacker as Gabriel Sinclair, Jillian Morgan as Edward Blake, Ailish Jeffers as Maeve Moran, Tilly Bridges as Ambassador Kinsey, and Adam Blandford as Manon and McClear Sensitivity Reader Mark Allen Jr. Written by Catherine Pride and Chris Bays. Music by Josh Mullen at thetoonpeddler.com. Directed by Catherine Pride. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2022, Pendant Productions. Genesis Avalon, created by Catherine Pride. Copyright 2022, Pendant Productions.
8: For more information, visit pendantaudio.com.